0: Welcome once again, everybody. we got Ben here from Blockbuster Mentality, the show where actors, filmmakers, critics, and content creators get to dissect their favorite films. And Dave is with me once again. Dave, what do we got going for tonight?
1: Ben, I'm so excited because we're talking dog day afternoon with the very talented Kevin L. Johnson, perhaps best known from his, uh, his role as Sam in the great TV show Ozark.
2: Kevin, thanks so much for coming on, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. Love the movie. Can't can't wait.
0: <laughs> we're we're excited to to talk the movie with you. I'm so glad you picked this film. Uh oh, yeah. now uh you know, obviously Dave mentioned Ozark. Uh so it was announced that there is going to be a final season 4. Do we know when that's going to be released?
2: Uh well, we haven't started filming yet. So, yeah, uh, you know, cuz of COVID, but uh I mean, we're looking at a uh, I don't know, like the next two or three months being able to start back up here in uh, here in Georgia. I mean, already some projects have already, uh, you know, they've already started, you know, pre-production. So that's a good sign. Um, Yeah. So once we start filming, then I feel like we can, you know, kind of ballpark when it would come out. It's it'll probably be out next year. I would. for Yeah. We just got to get it started, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this uh, this is <laughs> definitely uh, putting a speed bump, uh, a huge speed bump <laughs> on the entire industry. It's insane yeah. <laughs> what's what's going on with everything. It's like, where yeah, are we going to get new entertainment? What's going on? Um, I think we're and- going to see
2: how, it, like, we're going to feel it, you know, in a couple months. Like, when new shows are supposed to come out, mm-hmm. it's going to be that, oh, crap kind of moment. Right. There's nothing, because there was no shooting going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. 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 That's, that's, yeah. We've, we've talked about that before. It's just like, yeah, there's going to be like this dip in, entertainment where it's just like uh what do we watch now uh not sure if you're a sports guy but i'm glad sports is finally uh is is on uh, coming back it seems like yeah unless uh I thought, you i know. thought
2: the Braves were tonight and i was like oh cool but they don't play till tomorrow
0: oh, oh okay good well i'm good glad we didn't interrupt that <laughs> <laughs> i
2: heard they're gonna do cgi fans for the television broadcast did you you guys see this i was watching uh the yankees nationals game before i pop you know before i hopped on and there's obviously there's nobody in the in the crowd, but yeah. they're they're piping in the noise. So oh, God. it's just <laughs> it's 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 interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean you gotta have something there yeah. for the players. I mean because it's so different for them, such a different atmosphere, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I was wondering what was gonna go on with that. I heard about like cardboard cutouts of fans. I didn't hear CGI.
2: I but thought they, I saw something I mean, about that. The yeah, Dodgers, I mean, that's. I think the Dodgers are going to do like cardboard cutouts, and, and but I, 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 it's just that's weird. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, get, I get the noise, even though it's yeah. weird for the audience to watch, and there's nobody in the crowd. But for yeah, the players, yeah, I think that makes it a little uh, easier of a transition than just nothing but silence, except when the ball right hits the glove or the bat, and it's that's what you hear. It, it, yeah. That would just be annoying for nine. Yeah. Minutes.
0: Yeah, I mean, but uh, you know, that's what we did in the playground, you know. We didn't we didn't get anyone cheering, you know. it was just, you know, it was just yeah. it was that noise. So maybe it'll take them back, you know. But <laughs> but now with artificial noise, you know, so they got that going for them. Uh-huh. Um what what can you tell us about uh the the Walking Dead World Beyond TV series that looks like it's coming up?
2: Uh I can tell you that I did not make it into the show, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah, my scene got cut, um, oh man, I mean, you know that happens, yeah, you know, in the business, it was eventually gonna happen uh i I found out from my my agent you know hey they they said the scene got cut, but on the bright side, it means I get to go back in the uh the audition pool for you know the Walking Dead universe, and that's I true, would, yeah. I would love to be a part of one of those shows. Uh, I mean, you know, before they're all done. I mean, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, and maybe a bigger role. Who knows?
0: Yeah, Absolutely, definitely. Now, are you from uh, Georgia? Or are you just living there just because it's that's where you film mostly? And
2: uh, I grew up in Lake Wiley, South Carolina, but I was born in Savannah, Georgia. Okay. Yeah, nice. I moved. Uh, I moved to Georgia from Charlotte. Actually, like. In
0: 2015, ah okay, mm-hmm. and did you move because of the the acting, or was that just random?
2: Uh, well, my girlfriend at the time was of wanting, of course, to move. <laughs> and <laughs> I wanted to be. You know, I wanted us to stay together, right. so I was like, "All right, I'll make the move." And it's you know, it's like when I when I get situated somewhere, it's hard for me to be like, "Hey, okay, I'm ready to move on now," um, yeah. but. She was, you know, because of her I was able to, you know, pack up and move and, you know, and it made it easier to make the move, if that makes Yeah. Sense. Oh yeah, well yeah. I'm the same I way.
1: Um, I don't like change. I don't like Yeah. Any of that so uh, without but, my wife a lot of most many things probably would never happen in my
2: life. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but North Carolina's, you know, the tax incentive uh was drying up because um, they weren't going to renew it and you know, everything was leaving. So it just made sense to move to Georgia anyways. And and then I uh you know, I got the audition for Ozark in uh like early twenty sixteen and yeah, it's wow. I'm waiting for Sam to just
1: kind of blow everybody away. That's kind of my secret fantasy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just to have that one scene. Uh, There there was that one scene you had with with Sam's mother where you got to tell your mother off, which I think is you Know we, we all fan- fantasize about telling our mothers off at uh, some point, yeah, so that was, that, was fun, oh, that was a
2: fun scene, yeah, yeah,
1: I'm sure. Uh, by the way, Kevin, uh, if if, if you missed anything in season three Ozark, I, although you were part of the production, you might not have gotten the whole thing. Go ahead and we, we did do an episode reviewing season three, so if you want to oh, okay. get the inside story, check out.
0: <laughs> we got it all, <laughs> we got the cool. whole recap for you.
1: <laughs> we, can't, we did a recap
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. So there you go. Is there uh, any upcoming projects you you did make the cut in that uh, that are coming up?
2: <laughs> um, so I was working on something before uh, everything shut down. Uh, unfortunately, I can't talk about it. Um, oh, okay, had to sign an NDA, uh, but it's a big project mm-hmm. and it should be out next year. Uh, I just unfortunately can't talk about. Oh yeah, that's they're, great. They're, they're super. That's- Super secretive about this. <laughs> Please
1: project. don't blow that over the show. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that's
0: last, last thing you want to do. <laughs> no, that's secretive. I like it. I good like for you. it. Yeah, I can't wait to can't wait to find out what that is. So Absolutely. good stuff, man. Uh, so yeah, I mean, so obviously you guys clicked on the episode because we're talking. Well, obviously because of Kevin uh, L Johnson here, mm-hmm. but uh, but also because we're talking Dog Day Afternoon, nineteen seventy five. Starring Al Pacino, directed by Sidney Lumet, uh, who is now, he's a director that I've really not, I, I haven't really uh, delved into too much. Uh, so yeah, I appreciated that you uh, you picked this film. So I mean, go, let's go into that. Why, why did you pick this film?
2: Uh, I'm a huge Al Pacino fan. Uh, so I, I personally think it's his best performance. He's ever done um the fact that like he's he's got this nervousness, this anxious this fear just you know inside him throughout the movie, like he just he and it never leaves his body and it's uh and even like Pacino said that it was his hardest uh role to ever do um because i I think he was shooting the Godfather too. And then they had to come back and do reshoots for dog day. Uh, oh, wow. And, and, uh, and he, and he said he was, it was so hard to, you know, find, uh, find Sonny again. And it's just, it's amazing. And uh, I think it was groundbreaking when it comes to like, uh, gay, uh, like gay characters in in, right. uh, in movies, because yes, he is gay. And you do find that out in the movie, but it doesn't, uh, it's, it, you know, you don't identify like that's not his main identifier. That's yeah. like, it's yeah, not, I mean, a- we don't,
0: we don't find that out really until like what we find that out. Maybe in, over halfway into the movie, I think,
1: yeah, definitely.
2: Like, yeah, it's his it's, wife because he wants his wife, and then you see Leon show up. And everybody, <laughs> right. Everybody's like, Wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: what's going on here? <laughs> All the characters yeah. in the movie are like, Huh? And we, as the audience, are like, What? <laughs> that's yeah. great. And, and I think that's a good point is that it's not, um, it, it's just who he is. Um, yeah, in sense of, he's a, I don't know, he's just a He's like he's just a regular guy, I guess, and he just has. And the, instead, he's um, he prefers a man, and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, apparently, this is a true story. And, and yeah. the, the tagline in, in itself, because well, I'll just read the tagline on IMDb: "A man robs a." man robs a bank to pay for his lover's operation, which turns into a hostage situation in a media circus. But what I really love about this movie, and by the way, I have to confess, this is actually my first time seeing this film. It was a real blind ah. spot of mine. Wow. And I'm so glad we, we, you came on and so glad that you picked this movie because I am right there with you. I, th- I fell in love with this film, and I, and I said to Ben when we were texting, I think this is as good, if not better, than his Godfather performances both yeah. I agree with you 100%. It's,
2: it's, he's a, I, I don't think he's ever done a role like this. Like, it's, I mean, I can't remember if he did Serpico before he did Dog Day. Um, but I mean, it's like night and day. I mean, it's, yeah. This, you know, this innocent quality to to Sonny, but this rage and yeah. like this, it's, you know, um, yeah. He's not, he's not the godfather at all. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. He, he's yeah. he's in a terrible situation, it's, and he yeah. and, he's, and he's making it worse, like from the beginning. With, I
1: mean, he's bumbling around, right? It's almost yeah. comical. It's, yeah,
2: it yeah, it does have some comedy to it. Um, oh yeah, I think it's very. I, I I thought it was really interesting because he went in with a plan. Like he's like, I had it planned. <laughs> I had it all planned out, and uh, <laughs> and he burnt and and uh, what's his name? Sal. It's like. Sonny, what are you doing? He's like, yeah. I'm burning the register. And and, and <laughs> no big and then, deal. No big deal. Like he thought that that would be a good idea to burn the register. Terrible. <laughs> terrible idea because the guy across the street saw the smoke and then all of a sudden, hey, the cops are there. Oh my right. god. Right. Yeah. He's yeah, got everything he's, else he's, figured out. He knows that you knows about the
1: fake bills, he knows about the yeah. uh, the alarm key, he knows every yeah, yeah. little thing. And for some reason, just <laughs> a terrible this just put the thing he's in terrible. a bag and take it he, away.
0: It's weird because you get little hints of him saying just, you know, obviously he did his research, he did his planning, yeah. but at the same time, it just feels like he's making up, making it up as he goes, uh, oh, yeah. which is just, it's so uh fun to watch al Pacino just be frantic like that and just be, you know, all over the place. And I just love how his hair's disheveled all the time. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, <laughs> like you said, it's, it's 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 not like any, you know, Pacino performance we've ever wow. seen. And it's just yeah. It's it's I've never awesome seen a movie and,
2: like this. I mean, right. period.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's one of yeah, those it man.
2: It's it, like I think uh Sydney Lamette uh um he wanted it to be very natural. Um and I think that made sense because the movie it is just chaos from the right. begin, like <laughs> from the get go it is chaos. So to have it be some of it improvised, I think uh, Pacino said some of the stuff. Uh, Lament said you know to improvise, which makes perfect sense for the chaos that's happening in the moment uh, on a hot freaking day in the summer. Everybody's sweating, right? Uh, I love. I love that there was no, there was no music in the background. Right. You know, yeah. No score. Yeah. Yeah. No score. Exactly. I like, you don't. I mean, you don't need a score sometimes. And I think that's because it would have taken away from some of those really, really deep, interesting moments. Yeah.
0: It's so like spur of the moment. Everything is. You know, we're. You know, we as an audience are just. You know, kind of learning this stuff as Sonny's learning it you know yeah. we're you know learning what's going on as as he's learning it and right away he's throwing a curveball when the third partner who was supposed to be the third partner he's just like I I can't do it I'm I'm out he's like well he's already got a gun on him like what do you want me
2: to do he's just like what do you like Sal Sal he doesn't want to do it Sal where are you like he's like looking for Sal and they and they're going back and forth I don't know if that's improvised or not but it was brilliant like just to show that that they just didn't have this figured out from the get right what they were going to do
0: Go ahead, Dave. Or are you going to?
2: Yeah. Uh, and because here we are
1: in the beginning, what I really love about the beginning of this film, other than um, you're getting some shots of New York yeah, uh, City, and of course, there's sort of like I guess a little bit of a contrast. There's some nice places in New York, and then yeah. what you imagine is awful '70s New York City, which yeah, I can't it's hard to imagine it actually existed. Taxi, it looks so taxi bad. driver, New
0: York City. Yeah,
1: we're waiting for Travis Bickle to come in and clean this thing up.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, Definitely.
1: But what I love, um, and when uh, Kevin, we had uh, um, comedian and actor Wayne Fetterman on, and we were going through uh, block. Uh, Box office winners of the decade, or something like that, and we were talking about some of the difficulty getting into older movies, and mm-hmm. we had this idea of, of borrowing from the Avatar movie. Of course, with the character he 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 gets into another character. So we were saying, you know, you can avatar into this film if it's a good old film. You know, how how what's your ease of being able to get into it? And I love the choice of this movie because we we're right in this thing within 30 seconds as soon as the I action happens. Yeah. Pacino walks into the bank and then John Cazale walks into the bank and then the third guy walks into the bank and here we are into a robbery. I just love mm-hmm. that. I'm like, I'm hooked. Like immediately, I'm inside this film and I, and I I just love that so much about just how it busts right into the film. Into the yeah, story.
2: I'm a big fan of like uh, movies that don't have a lot of settings because that's usually a sign that they're going to get right into it. Like it's, right. you know, there's the bank and then there's the outside of the bank. And that's that's it. That's the set. Yeah, it's it's a <laughs> like,
0: bottle bottled movie. You know. It's yeah. It's yeah. Just all all right there at the bank, and uh, yeah. I mean, speaking of uh, John John Kazale, did we did we find oh. the pronunciation of that? Dave, it's, is it John Kazale? Yeah, Kazale.
1: I, I was thinking because I, I start. He's been dead for, well, I think his, his last film was Deer Hunter, I think. in 78. Yeah. yeah uh, he, unfortunately. And uh, you don't really hear his name all that much. So I was like, is it Kazali? Or then I actually looked up the pronunciation, so it is Kazale. He's <laughs> the only,
2: I think he's the only actor to have on his credits. Um, all of his movies were nominated for Oscars, I think. The, I, I think it's actually nominated for Best Picture. Either. Oh, nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. yeah he was yeah, in all think, Godfathers. Right. Or, was yeah. he in Godf- first no, God- Godfather? No, Godfather Three. There was a Godfather Three, but
0: well, he died well, in seventy-eight, so yeah. Godfather
2: Three yeah. came out in like ninety, I believe, something like that, eighty-nine. And, yeah. he, di- and he died in the Godfather Two. I'm a goofball, anyways. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, um, and it was just yeah.
0: it was. Well, funny. That's it was- right. He
1: wasn't in Godfather Three, even if well, he was so alive. He's already, he's, already,
2: he's already passed away.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's gone. <laughs> but that must they must have filmed this right before that scene, like you said, they were you know going back and forth, so they filmed this. <laughs> before that scene obviously <laughs> so, uh, but yeah uh, it, it, it just you know seeing them on screen together just made yeah. me think of this of the last scene they had in Godfather you know yeah. you're not a brother you're not a friend you know they only—you know if you want to see our mother you know I, I want to know three days in advance so I won't be here it's like but now they're like robbing
2: banks together it was kind, <laughs> yeah. of, it's kind a, of endearing and, and, and John Cazell is like a completely different you know character in this as well he's yeah. not a He's not Fredo at all, right?
0: Yeah, definitely not. Then I kind of want to talk about uh, this character. I mean, yeah, obviously yeah. this is, this comes from a, a true story, yeah. um, but I, I just want to talk about movie wise story. You know, I, I don't care about the real guy who played him. So mm-hmm. just to preface it, um, <laughs> what uh, wh- what's his deal? Uh, wh- I mean, what's, uh <laughs> what do you think his motivation is uh for for this uh, bank because i mean you got him or robbing this bank you got him you know uh wanting to assure the uh press that he's not a homosexual like, uh, keeps <laughs> emphasizing that he's more yeah. worried about
1: um, that than getting arrested or, or
0: yeah right. <laughs> yeah exactly and uh you know he says you know you said you know we're either gonna make this out clean or kill ourselves um i mean what do you think his motivations were what's uh oh wow what is he in it for do you guys have any any thoughts on this oh wow um. yeah it's it's a tough one i'm I, i'm i'm uh i'm struggling myself with it you know i i, I know there's there's got to be a a smart or logical answer out there but just curious well, what your guys's
2: thoughts were essentially on the character He's not the most uh he's not the most intelligent person right because obviously he doesn't know that wyoming <laughs> is not a country right, and, um, right. <laughs> but he's also like i think um one of the lines that sticks out to me uh for his character in the movie is where he's talking to the head bank teller um and she's about to smoke a cigarette, and yeah. he's like he's like. Have you ever, do you smoke? She's like, no. Well, why are you going to start now? What does right, it yeah. make? Because your body's, because your body's a temple. Like, and I was like, and I've been trying to figure out why, what that means, like, why he would say that, like, uh, right.
1: so he well, ha- she calls this, him out because she's like, well, you're okay. So fine. You're a Catholic and, but well, here you are robbing a bank. So who are yeah. you to criticize me? And
2: so it, it seems like, uh, I don't know. So sorry. I, I jumped in. No, no, go ahead. Like I, you might, you, I think you're on the right track more than I am going anywhere. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, I read this character, and it is a it is a great point, uh, just to back up a second, Kevin, of how different a character he is. I was, because I'm like, oh, it's a John Cazale movie, you know, of course, with, uh, like, I want to see more of him, because he's just not mm-hmm. in, in that many things, and this is one of his uh, that I hadn't seen, and I'm like, well, he doesn't even have any lines. He just stares, <laughs> you know, for a lot of but, the time. But it's brilliant, I think. Oh, no, it's I great. Think it, yeah, he's so yeah, effective. Yeah, I think the guy's definitely a psychopath um in my opinion. yeah and I think and like, he, he's got nothing to lose kind of a thing and I, I mean he doesn't really give you much the, the interesting thing is that he does listen he follows Sonny which yeah I wouldn't imagine him being a, a follower he seems to be like you know uh Sonny gave me a plan I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm behind sunny I'm gonna I'm gonna so, see this thing through I mean he could have left too if he want but he didn't want to leave um and he stuck it out and he's like I'm willing to kill myself or other people. He just doesn't give a fuck about anything.
2: <laughs> so- I, thought, I thought it was interesting. Um, I don't know, you know, whether this was intentional or not. Uh, but, you know, when Sonny's talking to uh, Moretti and, and the other guy, out, uh, I, I can't remember the FBI guy, but uh, he's, I think even at one point, he's like, anything happens to me. My, I got my guy in there, yeah. Sal. Yeah. I bar- I bark, he bites. Like he was kind <laughs> of uh, he was kind of setting Sal up as the guy who was gonna, you know, he was gonna, yeah, he was gonna do the shit if if things went down. So right. in a way, Sonny kind of made this, uh, you know, to the out to the FBI and to Moretti, like, okay, well, that's the guy we got to worry about. But who knows? Right. Like, you know all that, I mean, was, I don't know if yeah, Sal so would actually Sonny basically, anybody. Ma- he manipulated I, Sal, right? I mean, he got him, yeah, the whole, the whole. But well. intentionally, I don't, I don't know if it was intent, like an intentional thing that Sonny was doing. I can't, I can't see that as intentional, but unintentionally, he, yeah. he created the demise because that was who they went after at the end of the movie, obviously. Right. They and thought like, he was the biggest threat.
0: Like you said, with his intelligence, you know, I mean, maybe Sonny was kind of taking advantage of that, you know, just like, Uh all right, this is what we're going to do. I know this guy will just do everything I say. No, I don't want him to get hurt or anything, but he'll at least do everything I say. And even um, Sal, you know, at one point, you know, he's distraught. And so Sonny goes over to him and he's like, you know, what's going on? He said, you said, you know, if things go wrong, you know, or we're gonna kill ourselves or whatever. He's or no, no. He said, um, "You said you were gonna throw bodies out one by one." Yeah. He said, "I'm fucking ready to do it." Like he was, <laughs> like, but he would like didn't seem happy about. It. Like he was almost yeah. like convincing himself that
1: he would do it. You know. Um, he was almost disappointed that the mission didn't didn't lead that way. It, it right. In a yeah. Funny He's way. like, <laughs> "You said we're gonna throw bodies out." I mean, what, what are we doing? I mean,
0: come on. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's just little tidbits here, but and then back to what you were saying with, uh, you know, the, him talking about you know religion a little bit with uh, mm-hmm. your body's a temple and all that, um, you know, and they're here robbing banks. And I also love the line <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> Al Pacino at the at the beginning, he says, "I don't, <laughs> I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm a Catholic." Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's <like>, a <laughs> like brilliant, brilliant line, brilliant delivery. Um, but uh, but it almost seems like you know I, I don't know if Sidney Lumet here or actually who did write the screenplay. Uh, I'm gonna look that While up you right looking that up.
1: Now, uh, it is interesting the way the um, Pacino says that or Sonny says that because they all believe him. I mean, really. Not, nobody was really afraid of him ever. No. Um, any of the girls working there, even the guy, not really. And, <laughs> and they end up basically becoming on his side. It's just crazy. It, 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 along with you know the rest of New York City.
2: Yeah, yeah, I thought that was uh, really cool. I mean, it was um, like the theme of uh, you know this fifteen minutes of fame yeah. kind of deal, and how the media can make you out to be the hero, or it can also make you out to be the villain, yeah. and it can go. And it can switch on you, like uh, right. Because he had that. He was like this rock star. He and you saw, <laughs> like when he comes out there, yeah. you can see it in his eyes. He's like, he's like, oh man, I got him in the palm my in the palm of my hands right now. Yeah. Like, right. You know, Sonny was feeling the fame at the at that time, and and he Yelling was just, Attica and, was, and all this stuff. Yeah, which was an improv line, I think, and it was just it? and it became one of the most famous lines in uh, in in film yeah. history. Yeah, I think it's on the
0: uh, AFI's 100 lines of all time or something. I think that's are uh-huh. famous lines of all time. Yeah. Attica, Attica is in there. So there you go. Yeah, um, the uh, it was a... Sp- oh, go ahead. No, it's your show, Dave. Go ahead.
1: Uh, <laughs> I just want to... The, the <laughs> spectacle that was outside is, is worth talking about a little bit because I guess it was the 75, this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I you can see what's going on with this film. You can imagine being in a theater in 1975, and you know 1975's version of like you know the stuff we see on Twitter and or on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. That's a, you know everyone was tuning in kind of a thing. And I like how the movie got you there. On okay, this is a this is a giant public spectacle. Someone like you said, Kevin, the media is now mm-hmm. maybe gonna make some make him a hero or not. But they, they didn't do anything like show families in their apartments watching TV or anything like that. You knew they did show They show Son, Sonny's own family, but not like yeah. random people showing you the... You, you know yeah. this is a while. Everybody thing. was
2: there, like, yeah, watching. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
0: Do, you, do you notice Junior Soprano is his father? Uh, yeah, Oh yes. uh, yeah. Is that who there. that was?
2: Yeah. I know that it was yeah. familiar. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, because I've been re-watching Sopranos. David's uh sick of me saying that, but <laughs> <Just laughs> I've really <laughs> And uh, but yeah, I just I noticed right away. But yeah, and t- yeah. you know, to to build on what you guys were saying, you know, I I you know you know, it almost seems like Sonny is looking for some sort of meaning. So he's like totally grasping on to the you know the admiration he's getting from the crowd you know he's totally buying into that like i'm in control you know because you have his uh i guess first wife (laughs) that he has with his kids (laughs) um uh you know she's saying like this isn't sunny like he's been you know it's just only recently that he's been kind of going crazy kind of you know saying crazy things like it 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 almost seems like, yeah, he's almost uh, having, I don't know, a midlife crisis or, or, well, he's living or something a like life. that. Yeah, he is leading a double life, mm-hmm. but is that part also, you know, him just trying to find some sort of meaning? You know, uh, it's, uh, he's it's, just trying it's trying definitely to an he interesting he's... theme. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, it's, it's just an interesting theme, I thought, is just, yeah, d- him trying to find some sort of meaning, um, yeah. which ultimately led to tragedy you know in the end
1: Mm -hmm. well who is he am i the guy with the with the nagging wife and the two kids in the welfare apartment or am i the guy with leon um who you know (laughs) i'm threatening to kill i guess but i'm willing to rob a bank for to help get leon what he wants (laughs) it's really crazy to think about like so it is a crisis ben it's just a crisis of, of of identity i guess i would say
0: yeah no yeah that's what i was thinking too yeah i mean it's uh and, and again uh, you know as we were saying before i, I it, this movie was definitely ahead of its time just like the mm-hmm. last film we spoke about which was Thelma and Louise with Scott Mance. uh it, it's uh that that movie was ahead of its time with the me too movement now this movie i believe was ahead of its time like you were saying with the uh you know lgbt uh no, lgbt uh q movement and everything yeah. like that um and i believe you know it, this film wasn't political about it either like it was very neutral you know it didn't you know you had the people in the background like kind of making fun a little bit of of you know chris sarandon's character but at the same time it didn't feel like a a a movie from 75 would treat it this way way which i thought was yeah right exactly and and speaking of which chris chris uh, sarandon amazing amazing performance uh, uh in this role did get a nomination for best supporting actor uh I thought actor he
2: did. Yeah, I thought he did. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't quite sure. Yep. So, He's but, great. Uh,
1: I mean, he, yeah. he every line he delivers, you absolutely yeah, great great performance by uh, Prince Humperdinck.
2: I think Al Pacino, <laughs> I mean, he was nominated for this obviously, but I can't remember who won that year. It was so yeah, it
0: was, uh, it was Nicholson for...
2: Oh, uh, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, yep, right? Yeah.
0: 75. And <laughs> another fun fact. So we did Thelma and Louise, which came out in 91, which lost their Oscars to Silence of the Lambs because they won the Big Five. They're one of three films to win the Big Five for picture, director, screenwriting, lead actress and lead actor. So it lost to that. Now we're doing this film a week later and this l- lost to and the other film that did that that won the big 5 which was Cuckoo's ah, Nest. I I, I which found is that phenomenal. out like a half hour before we started recording. So
2: I mean it's I mean it sucks for, you know, dog day that I had to go up right. and pull over the Cuckoo's Nest, which yeah. is a classic obviously too.
0: Yeah, I mean, you think, like, if it came out any other year, like, you know, it, yeah. it, it yeah. would have been. But, I mean, it's, you know, that's why Oscars, you know, I, I love the Oscars and stuff. But at the same time, it doesn't mean you, you, you can't love a movie that didn't win an Oscar. But th- this actually did win for Best Original Screenplay,
1: by the way. So, anyways, yeah. but... <laughs> I think, I, think but, I like this movie better than Cuckoo's Nest. Um, Kevin? I
2: mean, obviously, I did. I mean, it's yeah. my favorite yeah. movie, so... <laughs> I'm with you.
1: Kevin, why do you think um, why do you think Sunny? decided to rob a bank i mean we know we know ostensibly it's for the 2500 dollars for the operation but Mm -hmm. uh what what made him so desperate to do this um you know i get maybe to go back just a little bit about his what's what's motivating him um i want to get your take
2: i think uh like it's very timely because i mean you know he's not a wealthy person he i mean like i he even says in the what am I going to do? Cause I think the guy who runs the bank, he's like, well, why don't you just get a regular job? And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm not in the union. I can't get a job if I'm not in the union. I'm right. So he didn't have a lot of choices and it shows, unfortunately it shows, uh, what, you know, poverty can do to people and love. I mean, he, he, he was, he loved Leon and he wanted to do any, do anything to, uh, to get w- the money that he need to, ha- you know, for the operation. So, was it I like mean, a no choice?
1: Like, you get it or fail? This is a giant
2: grand gesture of love. Maybe can you say that? Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, if you're going to rob a bank for somebody, you. I, I mean, I would think that that's the person that you love the most. Uh, so, yeah,
1: certainly not his first wife. He you know, never would not rob a <laughs> bank for her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not, not so much. Uh, Another thing that uh, hit me—he, you know, when he was on the phone with um, Chris Sarandon, uh, Leon, Leon, I I believe this character's (laughs) name. uh, He, uh, you know, kept saying, "I'm dying, I'm dying," and then, you know, Chris Sarandon just got fed up with it uh you know just you know him 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 saying that you know i mean i i saw like i don't know if that just meant like is he saying that like he's just dying just because of the situations he gets himself into because of like you were saying with with poverty he can't get jobs you know yeah he's you know it's uh i thought that was a a unique thing because he says it again to his other wife I guess we can call her yeah. ex-wife um, he says that to her as well I'm dying I'm dying I thought that was uh, uh, quite interesting that uh, you know he kept using that phrase
2: about all he, those couldn't phone get, calls? he couldn't get a word in edgewise but just what she was just like boom 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 and, yeah, he and then he, he, then he, he freaks out that. and then she's
0: like I don't get it It's like, but I'm like if I was Al Pacino <laughs> I totally understand Like,
1: <laughs> let making him it <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's the one that's potentially, uh, you know, could he's going to get arrested or die or something, and she's she's complaining about you know how it's going to affect her life. <laughs> like, no way. How about exactly. the acting for all these phone calls was so good? Uh, yeah. But, you know, uh, and anyway, as we said, um, yeah, uh, as Leon
0: and the uh, the writer was Frank Pearson, mm-hmm. uh, who also wrote. Looks like Presumed Innocent, Cool Hand Luke. He wrote. Uh, so yeah he's in good company there but yeah uh, back to that uh, subject it looks like he was touching a little bit on maybe the contradictions uh, sometimes with, uh, w- with what people feel with religions obviously you know I'm not you know, knocking anyone listening or anything like that, but it does seem like they're trying to touch a little bit on contradictions of it because, oh. again, you do have, um, you know, uh, Sonny saying, which it's a funny line, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody, I'm a Catholic, but here I am stealing, thou shalt not steal, and then you know, you have, oh. uh, you you have John Cazale's uh, character saying you know the body's a temple, and then you know the the bank teller even brings up how you know you're, well you're robbing a bank. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I thought that you know that was a little a little you know touch on that. You know they didn't go deep into that, especially probably in 1975. It probably wouldn't have went over well if they. Uh, and I and I don't even know if that was the intention, uh, mm. but it's just something that kind of. I don't know. Stuck with me that you know maybe they were trying
1: to you know bring that up a little bit, Um, but uh, well, they had the Leon and Sonny got married uh, by a priest, and they said they 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 defrocked Mm -hmm. the priest for doing it. So there is so he is living. He calls himself a strong Catholic, but his own religion doesn't approve of his lifestyle. You know. Oh yeah, he's got to do that too.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, and then ultimately, I mean, obviously, we can you know touch on other stuff, but I mean. You know, he's got to feel the guilt of of what eventually did happen to uh, Sal. You know, yeah. at, the, at the at the end there, which was a uh, uh, quite a unique setup and and kind of accurate to uh, what actually happened in in real life. Uh, which I was surprised. Uh, apparently, he got shot in the chest in real life in the movie. Obviously, you ah. go for the head. You know, it's more dramatic. Um, but, but yeah, he, he actually k- kind of went down like that. They did drive them to the airport and everything. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you got to think Sonny is feeling, you know, guilt at, at, at this point. I mean, you got a guy who thinks you know wyoming is a country you know (laughs) he's he's (laughs) obviously not the brightest and you here kind of possibly manipulated him into going through all this and uh now now he's gone um well kevin kevin
1: isn't that what leon said uh to Sonny, saying when he's like said i'm dying he's like uh you're killing everybody around you and i was definitely struck by that when they pulled the trigger on sal i mean because he's here he is, he's still alive, despite him saying he's dying, he's oh. he's there and who everyone around him is dead, essentially, or at least a friend that he brought with him. Okay, yeah. What about Algeria? What do you Kevin, what would you pick Algeria? <laughs> what would be your choice?
2: <laughs> oh wow. Uh, Algeria. <laughs> I wonder why he picked Algeria. Um, I'm <laughs> bad. Leon with says
1: something like, oh they they put things over their face and wear strange thing on strange things on, on their heads or something <laughs> like
2: that. He says. It's such a funny line. Yeah, <laughs> I'd probably go to Italy. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we were uh, again with the Thelma and Louise episode. Uh, there's a lot of juxtapositions with this movie and that movie. But you know, we were talking like the, the choice in movies always seems to be Mexico. That's where we need to go. I go Mexico. Mexico
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Algeria definitely, definitely uh, an interesting choice. Um, well, how many but-
1: TV shows and movies have you seen where? It's this situation. I wonder, was this the first movie where they really where they called for a a plane? I I don't know. I'd be curious about that because I've seen this. I've never, you know, it feels like how many TV shows and movies have you seen where it's like, yeah, uh, I got hostages, give me a plane, I'm gonna get out of here, and it never works. So (laughs) I don't see (laughs) how that.
2: Like they're not gonna let anybody leave, (laughs) right? It's amazing that that they think (laughs) that they're gonna be able to get on the plane. Like I really feel like Sonny thinks. Yeah, oh, yeah, we did it. We did.
1: It. They're gonna let me <laughs> yes. get on this plane.
2: Go Who's to- gonna fly? Who's gonna fly the plane? <laughs>
0: yeah, but I thought I think that whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who is gonna fly the plane? <laughs> that that whole last sequence, though, it, you know, the moment they get in the car, first of all, they're all in the circle holding hands. So they say, all right, quickly get in the car. Yep. You know, it's uh, and then that's where the suspense starts. You know, building up, and actually before that, suspense starts building up because he, at first he wants the uh, the guy who actually brings him the limo yeah. to drive, yeah. and they're like, and then he realizes, oh no, you're a cop. You're trying to play me. No, I want the you know the agent to drive. What do you uh, think? that
1: was uh did it was he just overselling i was curious what you both think i just assumed it was he was just overselling uh, oh, oh the limo driver yeah yeah is that what, what like was he was trying like,
2: like he was trying to he was trying too hard to yeah. not be like not act like a cop
1: yeah um I, I don't. that's the best i can come up with i, I thought
2: know. it was thing that uh you know that sunny was like come on you get you, can, you can't fool me like you can't
1: fool me from
2: the kick go but he, I mean they were both cops, right? Weren't they both cops? Yeah. So either way, yeah, either way. yeah,
0: I mean one was an FBI agent, one one, one was a cop or <laughs> FBI cop. Yeah.
1: agent, I
2: don't know. Either way, you're <laughs> either <screwed>. way, Yeah. <laughs> it is either interesting. Ways, oh,
1: go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Kevin. Either way that gun was going to be there. Yeah. It was right. it was there to it was there from the get-go.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> that ain't going nowhere. <laughs> no. But yeah the the tension that starts to build in that in that last sequence when they get in the car and then you know they start driving and and sales got his gun pointing forward and the driver's like uh, you're gonna want to point that up in case we hit any bumps <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and then he even says it again so you're like okay something's something's <laughs> happening here and that uh that who was that that oh my god i can't think of that actor who is it That wasn't,
2: um... He looks very familiar. The guy who was driver? Yeah, Yeah, was that Bill from Kill Bill? Um... He's, a, uh, I mean, he's older now, but David I, Carradine. I, def- I don't think that was David Carradine. No, yeah, it, it no. looked
0: it looked uh, like a younger version of him. So I'm uh, obviously wrong. So never mind. Um, it is but if somebody I'm right, that's
2: been in stuff like. Yeah,
0: no, late. definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, yeah, I
2: don't see it
1: here.
0: Yeah, we, we don't do research before <laughs> the show. We just, we just kind of wing it. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, you got him saying, you know, you got to you got to keep the gun up. You know, it might fire. And I'm thinking like, if I'm Sal, I'll say, okay. I'm going I'm taking my chances. Whatever. I'll take my chances. You know, that's what I would say. Um probably not. I, I I'll be a pussy in this situation. But anyways, <laughs> um <laughs> Uh but yeah, did them driving there and then, you know, you got Sunny, like I'm hungry, you know, I haven't eaten all day. Like, are they going to have food on the, <laughs> on the plane? And he, you know, asked the asked the agent, you know, is there going to be food Yeah, We're going to have hamburgers. <laughs> and then that's, yeah, yeah, sure. and that's yeah. when <laughs> ultimately they, ultimately he says one more time, again, you got to keep that gun up. We don't want any accidents. And and Sal's just like, okay, okay. But I think that, that ties into his intelligence and everything. You know, he doesn't, um, you know, he he doesn't fully get it, uh it 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 seems. So uh so yeah, definitely uh definitely
2: tragic. Um I thought it was reckless, like when like to I mean all those people in that car <laughs> and know. you got and you get one shot at the yeah. forehead of a guy right. that you're aiming at. Yeah. Because that was their guy they were obviously gonna go for. They weren't gonna go for Sonny because right. Sonny wasn't they didn't think Sonny was a threat.
0: W- was the FBI agent playing Sonny when he initially told him uh, what did he say, like, uh, we're going to get sale, don't worry, yeah. you'll be, f- or something like that, they say. Um, do you
1: think the FBI was just playing with him, or? No, I think it was real. I think, I because think, I think, uh, Kevin, you were talking about this earlier, I think you're kind of like setting him up a little bit, um, or, or okay. I, I, on inadvertently, right? Inadvertently. inadvertently. Setting, yeah, and then the FBI picks up on that, yeah. like, okay, that's the dangerous one, and then since Sonny is being reasonable, that there, the, the FBI guy was basically trying to make it was a form of negotiation and making a little bit of a deal with them like if you're if you play a cool sonny you'll you're you'll come out of this at least alive kind of a thing and that's that's what happened okay i accept i
0: accept that answer <laughs> um uh, another uh moment that stuck out to me was the um when he's like writing the wills and everything, uh, you know, just the, the way he's talking. Like again, Al Pacino is just amazing in this so in this good. role. Just the way he's talking, yeah. writing the letters, you know, about you know who, who, what's going to who, and then talking to his son, who's like. I hope you remember me and you know you you know you're the, you're the little man of the house now. I thought that was a very uh, uh touching and emotional moment and uh yeah I thought that was another uh nice little touch. Um I I I, I do have to uh, uh check out more Sidney Lumet movies because uh you know his first his first movie was 12 Angry Men. 12 Angry Men. Oh, last, yeah. movie was, uh, w- last movie was I've never it. last movie was uh, before the devil knows you're dead, uh, so I mean, and then Love he's got a range too. of movies in between that. It's 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 insane. But I guess in this movie he wanted a lot of improv. Uh, imp- uh, what's the word, guys? Improvis. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hello, improvisation. There you there go. It is. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> 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 there a was a of lot problem. of improvisation in this uh, movie, and I noticed that. Like, the dialogue is so natural in this movie, and it's so, yeah. you know, you even have, like, you don't see this much in movies. Like, you know, you got uh, when the security guard goes out for asthma and they, you know, go after him, and then Sonny's yelling at the, go- at the, uh, uh, detective who's initially working the case and yeah, he's like yeah. i really like it you, liked liked sent, him, a, you sent a girl out. i mean i mean a guy out like <laughs> oh you don't yeah, often see yeah. That.
2: like he totally just like spoke yeah, but and they left it in himself. i love i love how they left that in
0: like, yeah me too like it makes it so much more natural like you know hmm. you're when you're you know in a stressful situation you're gonna misspeak sometimes and that it totally flowed just fine and i and i i so appreciated that
2: i think i remember reading somewhere uh The guy who played Moretti was uh, he was more of a classically trained actor, Mm -hmm. whereas uh, Pacino was, you know, from the uh, um, Lee Strasberg, oh yeah, you know, class of more like naturalism, and you could see that in those two in those scenes, like where where they're like going, like you know back and forth with each other yeah. and he's cutting Moretti off and it's just like yeah <laughs> and it's frustrating <laughs> you can see he's just frustrated and he uses Definitely. the frustration that's and- great
1: dynamic with those two so good
0: yeah uh yeah so yeah just uh it, it's it's a it's a bank robbery movie and then it kind of turns into you know social commentary a little with mm-hmm. uh, you know again I can I I can't praise enough Chris Sarandon. Um, I, um, I I thought he was brilliant. Uh, the acting in this movie was absolutely brilliant. Um, uh, any other points you guys wanted to bring up? Any other? Uh, yeah, go got, ahead, Dave.
2: I got
1: two. Um, one because because we were talking like this movie dealt with this stuff and not a uh, banging over the head with it. Not super overtly political, but I do remember one point when when the news reports uh, basically. Told everybody who Sonny was and how he was with Leon and all this stuff. I did notice there was a change in the way the hostages looked at Sonny. They, they their tone towards him definitely shifted. They were, they went from we're going along to a little bit disapproving when that information was revealed. Know. Yeah, I mean, even when uh, the the one,
0: uh, what's her name? Um, you know, she was the kind of like the main bank teller. It seemed like she was kind of the boss of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you know, the detectives like trying to grab her, like, oh, you know, let me let me just take one, and she's like, no, I'm staying in here with him, like, uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, they, they, I think they definitely started, you know, taking their side, and it even shows that when you know they're at the airport and they let the one girl go, Maria, I believe, and she like, you know, is worried about Sal, like, yeah. this is your first flight, yeah, like, here's- I
2: thought, I thought that was a sweet moment, me I too. was, yeah. even knowing what was going to happen, I was like, oh. Yeah, like, oh. they, I think they thought they were actually going to get on that plane. <laughs> so
1: delusional. <laughs> they, really,
2: they really did. Yeah. Maria Maria definitely thought. I mean, she wouldn't have given Sal the necklace or a uh, bracelet or whatever.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, it, it's almost it's almost fitting, though. I mean, essentially, Sal got what he wanted because it didn't go smoothly. So we yeah. were going to kill ourselves. He wasn't going to go back
1: to jail, right? That's what he said.
0: Yeah, he said he's not going back to jail, you know, so... Uh, essentially, you know, I, I guess you can find peace in the fact that he's not going to go to jail like Sonny is, and mm-hmm. you know, he was. That's what he was going to do anyways. So I think you can find a uh, uh, peace in that at least. Um, Dave, you said you had another.
1: Yeah, one more point, point about how um, how how relevant this film really is uh, you know the social stuff, uh, and then you know there's there's also this whole this whole kind of. Uh, I don't want to call it anti-cop but that kind of rhetoric oh. going on in, in, in this film was you know we're kind of dealing with that stuff now about yeah trigger happy cops and all that sort of it's the same it's mm-hmm. the same <laughs> it really well yeah i mean is. that's why he starts
0: chanting attica attica because yeah. of yeah. the whole we're not uh, far
1: pr- from that really it's, it's very relevant yeah but yeah. yeah. that was interesting uh,
0: it's uh crazy how timely uh, a 40 45 year old movie <laughs> Can be, you know? It's, I think uh, that's how you
2: know it's a like a classic. I mean, right. like, you know, you can touch on themes that are very prevalent today in movies from the 70s. That means it's timely, for sure.
0: Right. Definitely. Yeah. And, and
1: timeless, yep.
0: you mm-hmm. know, even. Um, yeah, but, this uh, movie didn't
1: feel that old. I mean, it obviously takes place in its time, but there's, there, there's nothing really dated the film all that much, you know, the technology stuff, whatever. This... It's very watchable. There was no, there was very little dialogue that placed itself in its own time, except for maybe a reference here or there. Um, yeah, I, I love movies like that. That, that yeah. the way they yeah they don't folk they're not trying to be hip in the moment. They're just making something so that three of us can still find relevancy in it. So
2: love that. Absolutely.
0: Now, uh, Kevin, you, you know you say this is your your favorite movie of all time. When when were you first introduced to it? Like how 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 did that come about?
2: Uh, the first time I saw it was in, uh, like I think in college, um, I was just watching it at a friend's house and I really, really enjoyed it, but I don't think it was until like I got to, I watched it again when I started taking acting classes, uh, and really watched like the performances and, you know, to see Pacino and... In that, after seeing him, I think I saw Scarface at one point before I saw Dog Day again. So I had seen him in other performances, and it's just like, man, he's he's he just kind of just disappears into this role. Um, yeah. So I think I think one of the main reasons it's my favorite movie is is the performance by Al Pacino. But then also, it's just it's just there's not uh, uh, there's no holes in it. It's just uh, it's it starts with a bang. It's like, it's chaos right. from the get go and it doesn't, and there's no drop off.
0: Yeah. I mean, it starts, you know, kind of, you know, in a, in a high, you know, a high note with, a. Uh what is it? Uh, Elton John's uh, "Amberina." <laughs> yeah. So it starts starts with that, you know. You're like, oh, okay. It's gonna be a happy movie, um, yeah. which again, this movie did have a lot of humor, a lot oh, of yeah. uh, laughable moments, which is just it, it was enjoyable. You know, I mean, there's obviously you know sad moments, especially at the end, but uh, yeah, it's still such a I- enjoyable, easy easy watch. You know, it's uh, if if you love acting, I think this is definitely a good go-to for that yeah. and just uh filmmaking in general i mean again with the natural dialogue and the improvisate improvisation there it is yes <laughs> i did it <laughs> um, of of the uh that, that sydney lament allowed i thought that was uh fantastic so um yeah, so would you say al pacino is your favorite actor
2: uh, it's it's him and Dustin Hoffman uh, okay. it's like it's like one a one b and yeah. it's it's hard to choose um, I, yeah, yeah they're both <laughs> they're both up there and it's funny because I think uh Al Pacino turned this role down um because he didn't think he was going to be able to play it. he was like i just I don't think I'm gonna be able to portray this guy um, yeah and then Dustin Hoffman. Was like the next guy that they went to, and yeah. Al Pacino was like, "Wait a minute," because <laughs> they were no, like, "No, no," because they were like rivals. I mean, because they were kind of, you know, the same kind of uh, kind of actor. You know, I mean, yeah. they were, yeah,
0: no, definitely, yeah they They had like that same tone to them and everything. And yeah. it, it's funny, even watching this this time. This is my second time watching it. I haven't watched it in years, but mm-hmm. um, I was seeing a lot of like it reminded me of dustin hoffman a lot of what he was doing a lot of what he was saying the way he was you know uh the way he did his accent and stuff i don't know it just it felt very dustin hoffman to me um yeah i'd
2: be interested to see what dustin hoffman would have done with it <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah i, I think mean, it would
2: have still been a really really good movie because they're both phenomenal actors
0: yeah absolutely and then uh Put you on the spot real quick. Top three Al Pacino movies. Obviously, number one is Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> What's two and three?
2: Uh, for me, it goes Dog Day, Serpico, um, which is another Sidney Lumet movie. Yep. <laughs> Just coincidence. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, man, I, I really liked. Uh, I like Godfather one. I like seeing the transition from yeah innocent Sonny. To you know, the guy who has to shoot the guy at the dinner, you right? Know, in, in the in the restaurant and become the guy.
0: Sure. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. Love that uh, great character development, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. No. Good stuff. Um, See. So yeah, that's. Uh, did you have any other thoughts on Dog Day Afternoon that you wanted to
2: express? Just that people need to... If they haven't seen it, they need to watch it, especially if you're an actor. Yeah. And you want to watch a powerful performance from beginning to end by the phenomenal Al Pacino, then Dog Day Afternoon, in my opinion, is his, his quintessential movie. Yeah. I mean, he won he won an Oscar for, uh, for Scent of a Woman. Right. Which is good, but I mean, I think he won... The Oscar for his career. That, oh uh, yeah, definitely. That was a a, a legacy. Yeah, he should have <laughs> won it for Dog Day or Serpico. Definitely. So, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh. That. That was when he started to become a caricature of himself.
2: <laughs> I thought. Yeah. It's always interesting when people are like, "Scent of a Woman" is his best movie. I'm like, what? You're crazy. <laughs> Just because right. he won an Oscar, like he won an Oscar, yeah. But have you not seen Dog yeah. Afternoon? Come Similar
0: on. to like uh, DiCaprio, like I don't think Revenant's is his best movie. Like uh, you know, he won the Oscar for it, but again, I yeah. think that was a legacy pick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's
1: interesting but, the way Pacino aged. He kind of be- almost became like a different vo- person. Like. Um are Like his, yeah. Yeah, his yeah. voice yeah. changed, <laughs> his whole like persona, who he is, it just seems like a very different. You watch him in this movie, you're like of course in the Godfather and all that, and then you see him now. It's like wow, I don't, I don't know. His, his voice is
2: such. His voice is higher, and, and you know when he's younger, yeah. and it's, <laughs> it's nowhere near that now. No. Yeah, it's. Uh, I remember watching uh, Godfather,
0: Godfather <laughs> yeah. when, when I was a teenager. I had already seen Al Pacino when he was older at that point. So like watching him in Godfather, I was like, Who "How is, is this Al Pacino? This this isn't Al Pacino. <laughs> like, there's no way this is Al Pacino. What the what, What's but going that, on?" But D- yeah, Dustin Hoffman's
2: crazy. voice didn't change that much. Yeah.
0: No, it didn't it, actually. Yeah, from,
2: you know, you watch Kramer versus Kramer, and then you watch something. Yeah. you know, later on, it's I, it's still. I, I believe I believe no. I
0: read it was uh, it was smoking. Uh, that yeah, uh, it had to be. It had to be smoking. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, (laughs) but yeah, that's (laughs) uh, that's dog day afternoon. Uh, Kevin, we do a rating system here. Uh, you chose the movie, it's your favorite movie of all time. So, you know, I'm (laughs) sure your rating, I'm not going to be surprised by your rating, but we do a rating system of uh stars uh, wow. out of five which is our quality rating and then buckets of popcorn out of five which is our entertainment value so entertainment value your diehards your jurassic parks your stars or your citizen canes your godfathers uh-huh. um you want one of us to start so you can get a feel <laughs> you guys go ahead okay <laughs> and, uh, dave what uh, what do you rate this film
1: all right, so to give this thing a rating, this again, this is my first viewing, uh, but I am so glad, Kevin, you picked this movie so I could see it. Uh, I was really, really blown away. By the realism of this film, by the performance of Pacino. The the movie is two hours and it blows right through, even though, you know, if you really break it down, it's a pretty simple movie that not like a million things happen. They're not going to all different places. Uh, So, anyway, uh, I'm going to give this thing five stars. I don't give out five stars. Wow. This Uh, is.
0: This is nice. a moment, Kevin. This is a moment, FYI. Wow, okay.
1: Sometimes we have guests that I'm like two stars, so there was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this one is legit. A five star movie, an all time great, a near. I'm just. I'm gushing. A, a, almost. I want to say. A, an example of what a perfect movie is when people argue perfect movies. Yeah. this is basically a perfect movie to me. So, and this is uh, your first time watching. it, First time right? watching it, and I can't wow. wait to see it again. I love this movie so much. So, so five stars and uh, three buckets of popcorn. It's entertaining, but it's not you know it's not like um, not crazy entertaining, but but still th- uh, three solid buckets. So, we're, Kevin, are you ready? Or you want to throw this one to Ben?
2: So definitely, uh, obviously, if I could give it six stars for that first category, I would. <laughs> Uh, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. And man, but now I'm thinking differently because, I mean, you know, yeah, it's an awesome, my favorite movie of all time, but is it a bucket of popcorn? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's five still. I, <laughs> nice. I, Stick I'll, to guns. Yeah. 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 Well, why not? You Give know, you don't overthink it. <laughs> Love you, Pacino. You're the man.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, <laughs> uh, if you guys are interested, I have a rating. Um, I. Go ahead. I'm going to go four and a half stars, uh, Uh and um, I'll give it four buckets of popcorn, actually. Um, I thought, yeah, I I mean... I'm not bored at all watching this movie. I I am highly entertained. There's humor, there's suspense, there's uh some action. Uh so yeah, I I have four buckets of popcorn, four and a half stars, and and that's that's my rating. <laughs> I, I nice. don't have to explain myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, all three of us absolutely love this film, right? It's just
0: so good. Sweet. Have you had the pleasure of meeting Al Pacino, Kevin?
2: I met him once, uh briefly. It was my first trip to New York. I went with uh, some other uh, of my buddies who were in my uh, uh, that took acting classes with me. Um, And our teacher, who I still take acting classes, and he's in Atlanta now, uh, he was like, you got to go see uh, Shakespeare in the Park. They're doing. um, uh, Oh, man. What's what is it? Merchant of Venice. Merchant of Venice. Good Lord, Kevin. Yes, on, Merchant Kevin. of Venice. Seriously, I know, Kevin, right?
1: What, what are you doing here? Did
2: you just oh, Google my- that, Dave? No, I, I tapped into my vast knowledge. There you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Al Pacino played Shylock, and it was so like we had to we had to get there and wait in line because tickets are free mm-hmm. for Shakespeare in the Park, but you have to wait in the line. So the line is super long, and so we had to wait there all night. And we almost didn't get in. Like they were almost out of spots when we got to the front. And I looked at my buddy Chris and I was like, "Dude, if we don't get into this, <laughs> this is gonna blow." <laughs> we came to New York. I came to New York because I wanted to see one of my favorite actors of all time. And we got in, watched the perform, watched the show. Was just waiting for Pacino to make it on 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 stage, and that was just it was just phenomenal getting to see him live. And then after the show everybody's outside waiting for you know to try to get a glimpse and autographs and all that. And they didn't say that he was coming out, but they they hinted at it. Mm-hmm. So obviously people stuck around cuz yeah. the other the other cast members uh, cuz there was other pretty famous cast members like uh, uh the dude from a uh, Modern Family, uh I can't remember the character. Uh, the redhead um, uh tyler
0: ferguson yes
2: yeah, yeah he he was in the show um so all of the other those the cast came out and then pacino came out afterwards and it was just like <laughs> awesome. a mob yeah the, the other ones you're to just him. like
0: hey, yeah nice to meet you, nice to meet you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh my buddy uh he got up there first he i'm i'm pretty like you know, shy. I don't like to just like push through people. Yeah, yeah. My buddy, right. Chris, big dude, he got through and he got, a, and he, you know, saw him and like got an autograph and he's like, Kevin, if you don't fucking get up there, you're going to regret it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to make my way over. So I got an autograph. I still have it to this day. Um, and you know, he, I mean, he's, it's hard to actually say, like you know, talk to him and, and have a conversation. But I did right. say, I just want to say, Dog Day Afternoon is my favorite movie of all time. And he looks at me, he goes, "Thanks, man, I appreciate that." That's awesome. That's and that incredible. was just it was just it was awesome.
0: <laughs> <That's> incredible. <laughs> uh yeah, that's <laughs> great moment to, to be able to say that to someone that yeah yeah, your favorite film of all time you actually get to meet the star of that to actually say that to them first of all i mean even though they hear it probably all the time like it's still gotta they probably have like moments where they're just like getting it they get the perspective and are like, wow, this is amazing. Like someone really enjoys my work from 45 years ago. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's amazing to actually be able to meet and and say something to.
2: (laughs) Yeah. He may not have even said like, Oh, thanks man. I can't even remember what he actually said. It It was, it was like, he looked at me and he go, I think it was like, thanks. You know, it was something along those lines. What what did the autograph? You you wouldn't even know. (laughs) No, I was, I was, I was crying afterwards. I was I bet. What's up? What
0: did the autograph?
2: Uh, The playbill. uh, Oh, okay. For Shakespeare in the Park. Yeah. That's
0: great. uh, You obviously threw
2: that in the trash uh, immediately. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) what are you going to do with that? I don't (laughs) even have it anymore. I should have, I should have put it like right next to mine. Do you guys want to see it? Yes, we do. Okay. I'll be right back. That's great. Oh, here it is. Found it. Look at at that. Very very bottom.
0: There it is. There it is. Al Pacino and uh awesome good stuff all right folks well that is dog day afternoon 1975 what a film i uh, really enjoyed this conversation kevin and uh if you have any other films you want to talk about and are in the mood let us know and we'll we'll make a show of it bro where uh where can people find you on twitter on instagram social media where where can people find you
2: yeah twitter is going to be um kevin underscore l underscore johnson um and i got the blue check mark uh took forever to get that thing (laughs) i bet and then on instagram i still don't have the blue check it's ridiculous don't get me started on that but it's uh (laughs) it's at the kevin l johnson
0: at the kevin l johnson there you go Mm -hmm. and uh again it's been a pleasure uh and yeah, uh, again, welcome back anytime, uh, Dave. Where can they find you? Find me at Dave underscore Quist. I am at bccord, find our show at Blockbuster Cast, And you can uh, follow us on uh, or subscribe to us on iTunes, give us reviews, all that. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, there we go. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us, for Dave, for Kevin. I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies.